A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome back to Brett and Cliff's Flea Circus. My name is Cliff and hello, Brett. How are you? Hello. I'm all right. Yes. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Um, obviously, Good. things have got a bit bit serious since the last time we were talking with the old coronavirus. Um, it's like, it's not, uh-huh. I don't think it's like a laughing matter anymore. So we'll, uh, let's not. But well, I did over. warn you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did warn you, didn't I, though? That's the thing. I, I did warn you I that the, it was worse than there. Uh, but you never believe us, do you, Cliff? That's, that's the problem. It's because you're like we, a boy who should listen to old Uncle Frank. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. That's terrible. Yeah, That's a terrible. He's throwing like a nugget of truth in uh, every time <laughs> <of> the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the, that's the best lies. They've got a little nugget of truth, don't they? Um, so what you what you been doing this week apart from being in solitary confinement? Well, you're not. Are you actually? Nobody is. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, no. Um, well, what have I been doing? Not much, to be honest. Uh, it's very quiet because there is a lot of that stuff going on. Like, there's loads of things have uh, closed over here, like cinemas and stuff like that. So I watched uh-huh. uh, Stan and Ollie. On the telly oh, the other day. brilliant! Yeah, yeah I liked mate. it. Um, a... I thought it was really good. Great performances. Yeah, it was. I'm, I'm a big um, Laurel and Hardy fan, anyway. I'd, we definitely should do the one where they get the piano up the stairs. Like, I think that's that's my favourite one. <laughs> brilliant. I don't actually. I don't know if I've ever watched Laurel and Hardy film, but it did make yeah. us want to watch them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, is that that cat again? Yeah, because she's locked in. Um, All right. She's, because the baby's in the other room and she's not very well, so uh, I've locked the cat in here with me for now until I go in. Um, so yeah, she's uh, going to be making a racket, so I apologise now because she'll be up a height. Oh, that's sorry, <laughs> man. That's sorry. Do you want us? Do you want us to show you me charity shop per- purchase from this week? Okay, you're frozen on the screen, so I'm hopefully oh, you'll come back. So anyway, I don't know if you can see this. Can you see it? Is it an Elvis toy? <laughs> Oh, no, it's I not. See it. It's not. Brutus the Elvis Barber Beefcake. Story. You see, yes, it's a, a figure of Brutus the Barber Beefcake. So that's what I've. <laughs> well, you know I buy stupid stuff, don't you? Yeah. So I saw it and I thought, oh, I'll, I'll grab that. Still in the box and everything. It's like the Toy Hunter all over again. So, yeah, that's what I bought. How much this was week. it? I'll probably three quid. Three quid. Three quid. Which shop? You know, these things. Uh, just the charity shop at the new. There's not mm. a charity I don't like. Really? <laughs> I like I like what, that one. What do you prefer week. to uh, give to? I'm not fussed. I'm not fussed. That's, that's an honest answer. I am. I'll give to anybody. 
anybody in need, um, which we're all going to be very soon, aren't we? We're all going to need uh, toilet roll and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I checked and it's not worth that much, so I might just give it to Wardy, my friend Wardy, who is a massive wrestling fan. I might just keep mm-hmm. it for his birthday, I think, and give it to him. Oh, well, so, that, that's oh, it. I've Precisely 11 months. <laughs> yeah, I'll, uh, it'll be gone by then. So Sorry, Wardy. <laughs> Oh, that, <laughs> that didn't last that. very long for him, did it? <laughs> it didn't, no, I know. He's probably getting all excited and stuff now. Uh, so anyway, Cliff, uh, you know how I did that personality test for you a couple of weeks yeah, ago? I barely remember, but yeah. yeah. Well, 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 the results are in, obviously, like I've mentioned here. So I've inputted in, into the supercomputer um, uh-huh. your answers, right? Your answers of the, because there was only three questions, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. Your first Merc- answer. Mercifully. Yeah, mercifully. Merc- mercifully. <laughs> <laughs> your answers were C for the first uh, question, B for the, the second question, and F mm-hmm. for the third question. Yeah. Right? Um, so the supercomputer has come out and it said um, this is your personality an attention seeking and impulsive person, right? Okay. You show a complete lack of empathy, guilt, or remorse. You have a superficial charm and are a master manipulator. You are narcissistic and have a penchant for supporting Japanese war crimes. So that's what the, super- <laughs> <laughs> that's what the supercomputer has come out and said. Well, I think that's supercomputer. <laughs> supercomputer. I yeah. thought it would come out with like a glass of milk and some cookies. I need to sort this cat out. Go on. <laughs> I'm back. You're back, are you? I heard the uh, I heard the bath going there. I was a bit worried. Did you tell any stories or anything while I was away? I just had a quick one. You did well. I was gone four minutes. <laughs> you might want to cut this bit out, but you're going to have to tell the story of the of your. At some point, I think, because I think that's I mean, quite I possibly the greatest that. still re- <laughs> I, can't, I mean, there's yeah. not much to be told, is there? A reform <laughs> but it is the best story ever. While your your gums are being numbed and stuff in the waiting room, it's just amazing. I'm gonna bleep that bit out, and people can work out what it is. Um. Well, we're talking about two cartoons, aren't we? We're talking about mm-hmm. um. Pole position, which is the one that you picked, um, yeah. and Ulysses 31. So, which one yeah. do you want to do first, Chris? Um, let's do pole position first. Well, that was your pick, wasn't it? So, um, yes. So, pole position, I remember watching when I was a kid, and I absolutely loved the theme tune. It's the theme tune that I remember now. So, there's a few <laughs> things that stood out. And one's the theme tune. One is that these were cars that had computers in them, like well before things were run by computers, <laughs> which yeah. is obviously standard now. And uh-huh. uh, the cars could like go on water and fly and had gadgets in them and stuff like that. So that was just like really cool when you were 
a little boy. Um, and the other thing I really liked was the computers themselves. They had these little kind of central units in both of, in the two cars um, yeah. that had uh, like faces on that talked, and they basically they could take them out and wander around with them like little yeah. monitors. And they were yeah. kind of like personalities that ran the cars and uh-huh. decided uh, what they did and stuff like that. So they were the yeah. things that I really remember about it and loving when I was a kid. Uh-huh. More, ma- mainly the theme, the theme tune is yeah. just just fantastic, really, really fantastic song. It um, and it's be- it's actually better than I remember. I haven't watched it again. I uh-huh. love the, uh, the because the main bit you remember is the pole position. Yeah, like that's the bit I remember. But I totally uh-huh. forgot the a deal, a deal, a deal <laughs> at the end, which is absolutely amazing. I loved it. The theme tunes on both these are absolutely class, aren't they? The level of, of sort of musicianship as well from, from both of them. I mean, they, they could they could be in the charts, do you know what I mean? The, the, the music all the way through, both yeah. shows. Uh-huh. Really good. Uh-huh. No, they're excellent. It's, it's, a, it's a strange premise, though, isn't it, pole position? Um, because <laughs> apparently um, what, what's happened is the, the these... I think it's the Darrets, is that right? Is that what they're called? They're called the Darrets, the brother the and Darrets. sister. And they've got another younger sister. And there's a, yeah, a, much a, younger. Yeah, and there's an animal as well who's uh, a sort of science experiment. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which is a, a mix between a, a raccoon and a, a monkey. So there's, yeah, there's been... Yeah, it's a Nazi... A Nazi yeah. splicing. Going yeah, on there's, there. there's some illegal <laughs> sort of genetics going on there, um, which is, is obviously just fine. But the, the idea yeah. of the, the program, anyways, is that um, these uh, Darrett's parents have died. Yes. They've, they've been involved in some kind of motor accident, but you, obviously you're not showing that, are you? Um, no, but they're, they're, stu- they're a stunt driving family, aren't they? So did the parents yeah. not drive if a stunt gone wrong? Possibly, but I've watched the first episode and, and there's no explanation for that at all. The explanation is all in the intro, isn't it? Everything yes. is. Amazing. is yeah. Yeah, like both these com- uh, these cartoons that we're going to talk about, everything's just explained within 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. So anyway, these, these Darrett's um, parents have, have been killed. So that uncle, who I think is called Uncle Zach. Um, Zach, yes. Yeah, he, he sort of forced these two kids to <laughs> take over <laughs> take over the, uh, their parents' role. And mm-hmm. what the role is, they are a sort of a stunt um, sort of show that travels mm-hmm. around America, yeah. but they've been, yeah, but they've been funded by the U.S. government to just go around and solve crimes with these sort of magical cars. So yeah. they're working for the U.S. government. <laughs> but crazy, insane. It, but they're going, they're going to places where they don't know there's crimes. It's only when they get there it turns out that there's a crime that they need yeah. to solve. So uh-huh. I'm not sure why the government's involved. <laughs> Yeah, so Pole Position came out in 1984. Um, it's based on a computer game of the same name by Namco. Mm-hmm. Um, so a little bit like we were talking about with the, um, the likes of Brave Star and stuff. Uh, a lot of these cartoons are made in line with, a, at this point, computer games or with toys in mind. It's not as good as I hoped it was going to be, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. The animation's okay. Uh, it's yeah. not, like, amazing, but it kind of fits in with... Uh, the animation that these other that this company does that are all of a similar style, and the uh-huh. story's a bit. I mean, I think I picked a daft one to do. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The story's not the best on this one, but I mean, yeah. if, if I mean that's not your fault. I mean, I, 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 
I've watched a couple actually because, like, you know, if you if you pick one, I'll try and watch a few. And I watched the first one, and they're, they're all sort of much of a muchness, to to be perfectly honest. I mean, as a kid, obviously this type of premise and stuff like that would have it, it was amazing. But the, the, I think it's the stories that kind of let this particular cartoon down. I think. Um, yeah. Especially this. This is a weird one. story. It is mental. <laughs> And, and this is Dial M for Mystery. Dial, Dial M, for Mystery. M for Magic. That's what it's called. <laughs> Dial M for Magic. Um, so the, the cartoon sort of starts off with, you know, what band of heroes in, in a truck and they've got the cars <laughs> in the back and stuff. Um, and they're, they're sort of they're in New Mexico, aren't they? And they go up to a yep. road and it, it's blocked off. Um, and they kind of say, well, what's it blocked off for? Because, you know, there's, there's no sort of construction work going mm-hmm. on. So they go into the town or what have you, um, and the town's sort of empty, isn't it? It's like a desolate town, um, but for a few children, sort of, who are pumping gas and things like that. So they stop for gas. Worried. Yes. <laughs> so they sort of they stop for gas and, and things like that, and there's a kid that uh, serves them, um, and the kid sort of says that the town's cursed, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> very worried child. Yeah, that's sort of where where the parents and this kid says well, you you don't want to know. Um, <laughs> the town's the town's cursed. So they, they kind of go outside after just buying loads of cats, don't they? Just buy loads yeah. of sweets. <laughs> no actual food or anything like that. That's and what they, happens they, when they've got no parents. <laughs> well, that's it exactly. But the the, the shop that they're in is fully stocked with sweets, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know where they've been getting their deliveries from, (laughs) but where they've been getting... All the kids would have ate those sweets within five minutes. You know that. If all the parents had gone, all those sweets would have... It's called Morseville, isn't it? Yes, Morseville. I think uh, subtitle is The Strangest Town in America, and half of the population are making these sweets in workshops. uh... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that, that is quite possibly true. (laughs) <laughs> They're devising their own walks and all kinds, aren't they? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, and then they, they, after buying the sweets, they, they go outside and, and suddenly this house sort of bursts into flames, doesn't it? What are you doing there? Scratch card? <laughs> You're doing a scratch card, are you? Trying to win your millions? That's what it sounded like, eh? You said we needed to make millions, so I've, uh, <laughs> so when, you, I, when you, I went out before, I bought some scratch cards. <laughs> you kind of be doing scratch cards is what you're talking, man. What are you playing at? <laughs> what were you actually doing? Are just scratching your balls again? Is that what it was? The nail file. I can't actually, actually see. You were doing a nail file? On my balls, yeah. It was quite impressive. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So anyway... Yeah, the house bursts into flames and stuff like that, and they, they try and put it out with their magic cars. But the, the computer, which I think they're called the modules, I think that's what they call them. Wheels and roadie, that's what they're called. Yeah, that's the name of the two cars. Um, I've got a good fact about one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so the voice of uh, Wheels, I think, yeah, is a guy called Mel Franklin, who was... Right. One of the singers in The Temptations. Really? Yeah. I think I can guess which one that one actually was, actually. He's one, yeah, the one, one that keeps singing. Yeah. 
He was in the Temptations. That's brilliant. Yeah, he was in the Temptations. So he, ha- he is the guy with the deep voice. He's the bass singer in the Temptations, Mel- Melvin Franklin. Um, and if yeah, you know so- the song, if you know the song "Ball of Confusion," um, he's the one who delivers the and the band played on. That's the bass line on that. Um, yeah. And that's him. And for some reason, he ended up being the voice of a talking car robot head. Yeah. Well, uh, why not? <laughs> Suddenly, this Good. card has gone up in my estimation. Now, now that you mentioned that, <laughs> that's really good. I didn't know that. So yeah, they, they, they try and put the fire out, and the, the computer, possibly the singer from the Temptation, says, "Well, it, the fire doesn't exist. It's an illusion, or whatever." Yeah. Don't yeah. So yeah, yeah. The tr- it eventually goes out, um, and mm-hmm. the kids of the town, or whatever, are there. Um, and then this kind of ghost appears, doesn't it? Um, yes. Above the town. Um, so the, the shine spotlights on the ghost, and um, then the body appears, doesn't he? Yeah, Zoltan. Zoltan, Zoltan yes. the Great. <laughs> yeah. So uh, isn't Zoltan uh, off there big? Yeah, that's the name of the machine in big as well. Uh um, huh. So maybe any kind of magic thing in America in the 80s is called Zoltan. Don't know for sure. <laughs> it's, it's a possibility. Definitely. So he's a he's a fat like magician. He's like he's got a top hat and he dressed like the yeah. penguin, I suppose. But he's a yeah, he's a magician like a ringmaster kind of look. Um, uh-huh. And yeah, he's I don't know. He's just a creepy character, isn't he? And he uh, he turns up and he's he's got a walking stick like uh-huh. a cane. Um, and he's, he's telling them to get out of town, isn't he? He's, he's saying like to get out of town. He, he's saying that he's he's sticking to the kids, or you know, he's obviously told the kids this particular story, and he says um, that the, the town's being ruled by sort of evil spirits, and mm. and he's keeping them at bay, and the adults were resisting them, so that's why they're not there. That's what that's what he says, um, basically. Yeah. Uh-huh. So the town is only inhabited by kids, you find out at this point, and he's kind of ruling them um, uh-huh. and telling them that the, the reason he needs to look after them is because there's loads of evil spirits and monsters and stuff that's going to get. Uh, yeah. Which which obviously our our pals, the Darrets, aren't mm-hmm. totally on board with. And I think that little monkey guy is uh-huh. uh, very suspicious. A suspicious monkey. Definitely a suspicious <laughs> monkey. Um, so they give him a stick or whatever, like you've just said, and it turns into a snake, and Zoltan makes <laughs> his escape, doesn't he? So they go back to the van, and they, they call un- Uncle Zach, don't they? And Uncle yeah. Zach sort sort of works out that you know the snake um, is being trained or whatever to be a stick. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, I think he basically gets up. A, uh, it's some weird, like. Amazonian snake that uh, yeah. takes stick form. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was really weird because, especially yeah. with that, means he did throw a snake at them. So, <laughs> like, that's, that's worse. <laughs> it is worse, yeah. Definitely worse. So, the, the kind of the chase after this, uh, this magician, don't they? And he's, he's, he, he's fantastic van, which has got like <laughs> magic symbols and stuff on the side. Yeah, it's really terrible. It's really it shit. <laughs> I, I mean, ten minutes into this card, Una, not much has happened, has it? No, it, lot... it goes. It's the same. It goes on like this until the end. Basically, weird things keep happening. 
and he keeps running away and they're suspicious that they know he's up to something but they can't work out what or why and it yeah. keeps going on like another 10 minutes and it's only in the last five minutes where anything of any interest happens isn't it yeah it i mean that's pretty true i mean the, essentially what the the, the darrets sort of work out with the help of the monkey raccoon is that mm-hmm. it's all an illusion he's he's got some sort of you know video camera um and he's projecting um these things like i think a yeah. demon sort of turns up at one point and scares them and and takes the the, yeah, the smaller kid daisy abducts her and they kind of mm-hmm. work out that it, it's all an illusion he's he's, yeah. he's full of shit this guy isn't he um yeah. so yeah and daisy and, ends up in the mines below the town in the mines, and this is where we yeah, find out what is, he's what he's planning what he's planning what, what he's actually what's actually up to yes and and it you know it it comes to um, fruition that the, the guy's got all of the parents in this kind of mine underneath the uh, town of Mooresville. Um, How's he managed just to do digging it? Digging out gold? <laughs> I don't got no idea. <laughs> so that all the adults are, are down in the mine, sort of digging out gold, um, which he's told the townspeople the gold's curse. So you're going to have to just give it to me. You're going to have to mine it out and give it to me. And the belief These people are fucking idiots, <laughs> absolute idiots. Uh, it gets even, it gets worse as well when it, if they try to explain it at the end. So yeah, they, that, this is what this guy's plan is. He, he's gone to this town. He's a magician. He's conned them all. He, he somehow mm-hmm. realised that there's there's gold underneath he knows the town. It was a, he knows it was an old prospecting town. Well, uh, he's he knows found, that. Yeah, that's explained at the end. He's actually found out through sort of old um, notes or old things like that, that he's found in a library or something that the, the town's been sort of built upon again because it suffers from flash floods. So <laughs> what, what happened is... <laughs> what ha- what's happened is that it's subject to flood, so it's flooded. So what the, the, the townsfolk have done is, is built on top of the old town and completely forgot about all the gold that's buried there, <laughs> haven't they? All, all of them have just forgot about it. They forgot about all the gold and the fact that it's filled with water down there as well. Like, so. <laughs> yeah, and, so. and and the magician's out there and doesn't know that. So what what happens with he's yeah. going? Just but, keep digging. Yeah. I don't think I, I don't think the magician cares. But if it is subject of like flash floods, how long have these people been mining in the thing? Do you know what I mean? Five minutes. I don't know. It's insane. So anyway, sort of Daisy's in there and it starts flooding. Um, the, the townspeople are in trouble, and the the girl Tess, I think she's called, isn't she? She yeah. saves them. Um, and the other guy who's called Dan, he chases after the magician who has actually grabbed all the gold and chucked it in his yeah. van. Um, this is one chased... of his favourite bits. It is probably his <laughs> favourite bit. Really? And you probably think the same. So he's given chase uh-huh. um, and he ends up like jumping on a, on a freight train that's getting out of there like old school, like hobo style. Um, yeah. And the magician's on the roof of it and Dan's hanging on to the side trying to like get up. And the magician like yeah. goes to grab his hand, but shoots mm-hmm. a bunch of flowers out of his sleeve, <laughs> like a proper old magician trick, uh-huh. like in his yeah. face. Uh-huh. It does. It does absolutely nothing to stop Dan from from chasing him. And the, the worst thing, 
the worst the worst thing is when the he Dan does actually get on the top of the train because for some reason this magician doesn't jump in the train he he gets on the top and yeah. sort of runs along he just runs in circles <laughs> and Dan and Dan's like confused and doesn't know what to do and the other thing that Dan says is when he's chasing him is just go stop. Just stop <laughs> as if the guy's gonna go. Oh, all right then, I'll, I'll give up. Just stop. <laughs> just stop. This would be a lot easier that. for me if you just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this is this is getting on me wick. This. Why don't you just stop? It's like when you know coppers in in the old TV shows. They're chasing someone. They shout freeze. They're not going yeah. to. Either. I mean, what's all that about? I just don't understand it. As if the will, like uh, Frank Drebin and Police Squad yeah, and stuff say, like it's that. Only Police Squad did that stuff really well, didn't it? Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah. The, that's it basically, isn't it? I mean, he, yeah, uh, the falls from the train and and Dan saves them, but he drops the gold. We we'll never actually find out what happens to the gold. Um, the the people in the mine are saved by the magical cars, um, and mm-hmm. o- Uncle Zach at the end tries to explain all of this stuff yeah, by just, saying, yeah. the 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 townspeople were superstitious, and that was that problem. Basically, <laughs> they were stupid. They forgot about yeah. a gold mine that they, that they were living on for yeah. some reason. They forgot that it would float, and that's why the gold mine was buried in the first place. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's. Uh, yeah. The stories definitely let it down. I mean, the, the the magic cars, the brilliant cars and stuff like that, I loved. Yeah. Um, the yeah, story let it down. It actually wasn't one that stuck in my head from from being young. Um, this particular cartoon, it, it wasn't something that I remember apart from the theme tune, like you said. I can't, yeah, I, I don't think I could tell it. you. No, I wouldn't have known that there was stunt drivers. I wouldn't have known that there was a little raccoon monkey. I basically knew there was cars, there was com- talking computers, and the theme tune was great. Um, but it is one that I've always thought I loved, but actually I probably didn't. Like yeah. I just like those things. <laughs> I mean, that, that um, might happen as we, as we go on and we talk about these things. There's going to be things that we'll, you know, we we'll, we'll think are amazing. We still do until we we'll actually revisit them and watch them again. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it, and they're going to be awful. The other thing we watched here, Ulysses Thirty One. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was I thought it was amazing. I absolutely sure. loved it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought it was that good um, that I'd actually quite like to watch them all. That's um, how good. I, I, I've, I've, I've already started looking for the soundtrack on vinyl. <laughs> See if oh, I can yeah. find it somewhere. It was released okay. in 1988. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I was. Um, so yeah, the next thing's Ulysses 31 that we're going to watch, and we should say that um, both these. The reason that we we'll pick both these programs. Um, our cartoons is because they were made by the same company, which is Dick, isn't it? Yeah, D-I-C. Uh-huh. D-I-C. D-I-C. I think it's pronounced. No, it's Dick. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they made other things as well, didn't they? Real Ghostbusters and, and things like yeah, that. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I started writing a list of these shows that they've made, and then I thought, I'm just going to get Wikipedia up and read it out. But I'm going to run through a list very quickly. So mm-hmm. this was a French, set up by a French guy, um, and then basically had a Japanese partnership. So these two were both French-Japanese productions, and uh-huh. they also ended up being part of uh, Fox and then part of Disney, and it's still going now as part of Disney. 
doing yeah. uh, various bits and pieces. But yeah. some of the this just cartoons because they made loads of other stuff. And all yeah. these, a lot of these are things that people, when we started talking about doing 80s cartoons, were like, oh, you should do this, you should do this. Uh, so mm-hmm. actually, Ulysses 31 is the first one that any of us really know. I think that's the first kind of English one, uh, 1981. Yeah. Then you've got The Mysterious Cities of Gold, another great theme tune, 1982. You've got yep. Inspector Gadget, 1983. You've got uh-huh. The Get Along Gang, which I remember watching uh, in 1984. Um, uh-huh. Pole Position, 84. Rainbow Bright, 84. One for the girls. Heathcliff yeah. <laughs> and the Cadillac Cats. I remember watching that, 1984 again. Care Bears. Yeah. Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling, which also starred Cindy Lauper. Um, Did it? I can't remember that yeah. one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then Jason the Wheeled Warriors, which uh, was like a Channel 4 Sunday morning thing. Mask, another Mask, one that loads of yep. people want to talk about. Yeah, um, right. Do you remember Kissifer? Kissifer. 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 I think I've, I've seen yeah. that as an adult. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, that was about a bear, a bear, I think a nice bear. Um, a nice bear. The real Ghostbusters, as you said. Adventures yeah. of Teddy Ruxpin. Um, oh. Did you ever have Alf? a Teddy Ruxpin? I think my brother did. I think or he, he might have had like one of the other ones. I remember I everybody wanted Teddy Ruxpin, didn't I? I remember going to um, a, a shop called Woolworths. Um, yeah. Used to have used one. To it used to, yeah, it used to have it on display, and uh, I never actually got one. I mean, this thing, it was it was insane, wasn't it? It would talk. Was, it, was his pal a caterpillar? Maybe. Maybe I think, I think so, but it, it was it was like the first sort of we've talked about the Elvis robot head before, haven't we? It it was <laughs> the first sort of animatronic toy that yeah 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 you're I right. saw, uh-huh. I think, and I was just I was just enamored with a fantastic toy, but I never had it. I mean, it must have been really expensive when it came out. Yeah, it must have been. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. Um, well, also on the list is a thing called dinosaurs. I don't know if you remember that. That was like dinosaurs that had. Um, kind of lasers and stuff put on them, like they got right. geared up. Um, geared up? Uh, what else we got? We got other things. Sylvanian Families was them. Cops. Uh-huh. Cops is an amazing show. We had a video of that. We should do that one in the future. Right. That's amazing. I, I my brother, that I know my I, I brother Daniel's been listening to these and he had he loved that. <laughs> um, yeah, this list goes on. The Chipmunks, a version of the Karate Kid, Super Mario Brothers cartoon, um, G.I. Joe, Real American Hero. Then you get on to Captain Planet and the Planeteers, uh-huh. uh, Swamp Thing, New Kids on the Block, uh, <laughs> Hammer Man. Do you remember that? The MC Hammer one where he goes <laughs> and crime with his magic shoes? Yeah, I <laughs> vaguely remember that one. Anyway, so bas- I've, I've basically what we're saying is that all of, I mean, a lot of, of um, the, the cartoons that we watched as kids are made by this particular company, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Where it was, you, you think of Film Nation and, and stuff like that. But actually, most of them were made by this company, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, so, and, uh, and good on them. And the other thing, yeah. so yeah, the one, other one we wanted to talk about was Ulysses 31. I think a couple of people asked us to talk about this one, didn't they? And this was, this was mentioned quite a lot. And I'm glad it was because, like we've just uh, touched on there, I thought it was fantastic. I mean, what it is, the premise of it is, is, is it, it's sort of Greek mythology, isn't it? I think it's Odysseus, yes. that's the story um, that it sort of takes its influence from quite heavily, yep. actually. But it also, oh, yeah. 
<laughs> but it also mixes it with kind of Star Wars as well. Um, so it, yeah, it, it's it's amazing. Like it if somebody if somebody mentioned this to a like a, a movie studio now, surely yeah. it would get made. It's yeah. a it's a space opera version of the Odysseus Creek myth. It's yeah. like what a premise. What a premise! It's, it's brilliant. It's amazing. I mean, it, it it it's absolutely fantastic. I, I grew up with things like you know Jason and the Argonauts and Clash mm-hmm. of the Titans, and I, I still yeah, sort of adore yeah. those films. They're absolutely brilliant, and and this is very reminiscent of that. But it it, it also has sort of parts of it which reminds us of like two thousand and one. And what he does, he he sort of he has various weapons, doesn't he? And one of them. I'm surprised they weren't actually sued by Star Wars. Um, yeah, it's very much it, like a lightsaber, isn't it? <laughs> it is a lightsaber. It just is a lightsaber, isn't it? This is another one with a, a great pre-credit sequence that basically tells the story. And it tells the story of uh, Ulysses and yep. his mates who are all like, uh, well, humans um, who are in space and... They go to a planet and they find out that on this planet there's loads of cyclops. Uh, what do you call them? Cyclopes? Um, cyclops. <laughs> I, um, I smell it correctly. <laughs> um, yeah, the cyclops who are basically uh, much like our man Zoltan is training kids, to, to capturing kids and stealing their energy so they can live. Uh, yeah. And Ulysses decides uh, like that's no good and because mm. they capture his son. They do. Um, so Ulysses decides that's no good, and he defeats them. And because mm-hmm. of that, the god uh, Poseidon has like basically banished him and made yeah. all made all humans lifeless, limp, floating bodies. And uh-huh. uh, and then he's basically got to search the universe to try and uh, appease the gods and, and get uh-huh. them all back to life. And that's the pre-credit sequence, which is yeah. fantastic. Before yep. the song, which is yep. fantastic, um, and then it goes into the show. Now yeah. it, that pre-credit sequence doesn't really work for the first episode because yeah. the first because episode is is that story. It is. It is. So it kind of spoils the plot, doesn't it? Uh, I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know if, if the first time that was aired, that was actually put on. I, I assume yeah, it probably maybe. it probably was. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, the song's like a, a crazy kind of ELO number, isn't it? It's, it's excellent. Ah, song. Fantastic. I was quite surprised that I didn't realise because I knew the song, Ulysses. Yeah. But what I didn't realise was quite how much they pronounced Ulysses. Yeah. Didn't notice that, I couldn't remember that, but I thought it was really good. The other thing to mention, probably the other highlight of the show, is Ulysses' hair. Which is, I mean, it's like Barry Gibbs, like Idol, I would imagine. Yeah. It's just superb. It is. And his beard. <laughs> yeah, well, of course he's beard. Uh, this, I mean, the start of it, um, it, it it's the intro and stuff and that fantastic song. Um, and then we sort of see Ulysses on Space Station Troy, I think that's what it, what it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, that's what it's called. So, uh, it, in essence, it is like, you know, Homer's you know odyssey odyssey mm-hmm. isn't it that, that's what it is yeah. um it's the same story so I, he's talking to some guy um on the, the the space station troy and he says to this guy I've, I've got to get back home because if i don't get back home before the the comic the next comet streets across the sky my wife's gonna have <laughs> to take another husband <laughs> 
<laughs> so he's got to get back um, because uh, his wife's going to have for some reason, but only because it fits in with the Homer's uh, Odyssey thing. That, that's the same premise, isn't it? He yeah. jets off. Um, he, he's with a crew, isn't he, and, he, on this particular ship. And um, yeah. he takes his son, obviously, with him and, and things. Why he's took his son to war with him, I'm, I'm not particularly sure. <laughs> What's his son's <laughs> name? His son's Tele, oh, Telemachus. Tele, no, no um, oh, where is it? Telemachus, Telemachus isn't it? Telemachus. Telemachus, which yeah, is... It's the same in, in uh, Homer's Odyssey as well, isn't mm-hmm. it? So it's the same yeah. name. Described as very beautiful. Very beautiful, yes, he's a very he's described beautiful. as very, very beautiful by the alien girl that he ends up hanging out with. She uh-huh. says he's a very beautiful young man. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is. <laughs> he is, he definitely is. So, uh, yeah, so they set off anyway because obviously he doesn't want his wife to shut up with some other guy, does he? So he's got, he's got to go home. Yeah. Um, and this sort of... Uh, they find a, a planet that's an uncharted planet, or they don't expect it to be there. And this sort of light mm. thing comes into the ship and abducts Telemachus, where they meet those two blue creatures. Yeah, and that's the girl who says that Telemachus is a really, really handsome, beautiful boy. That's right, yes. So I think it's, uh, what's is her name? Z- Yumi? I think it's a Yumi. Yeah, she's Yumi. There Yumi. Her, yeah. She's there with her brother. Um, and they explain to Telemachus that they've been kidnapped, and the reason that they've been ki- kidnapped is the people on this planet worship the Cyclops or the Cyclopes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, the the reason that they're doing that is because the Cyclops sort of drains energy from the kids that almost kind of sacrifice the kids yeah. um, to get this energy. So it gives the, the people on the the disciples of the Cyclops, I think that's what they're called. It gives them that sight. Ulysses um, sort of turns up and, and saves his son um, and ultimately defeats the Cyclops, doesn't he? Which angers the god Poseidon, because I think in, in the uh, the Odyssey, I think the Cyclops is Poseidon's son. Good, be- good friend, if not son, definitely. <laughs> I think it is his son. So they kind of make their escape, they take the, um, the blue creatures... Um, and the son, um, they take him away because the, the Cyclops being thwarted um, and they go back to the ship, don't they? Um, yes. And they think everything's great and everything's fantastic. And um, the one of the blue creatures, I think that Yumi one and Telemachus are put in some kind of stasis, aren't they? So they are apart from yes. the other the other group of, of, the, of the crew. Um, mm-hmm. And what happens is that the ship sort of um, they, they see a sort of huge image of Poseidon, don't they? And they, yeah. they sort of fall into a black hole. Um, yeah. yeah. Poseidon's getting his revenge, isn't he? He certainly is, yes. He's getting his revenge. Ulysses goes down to try and fix the ship, um, and there's a voiceover, which I'm not too sure if Ulysses can actually hear or not. The voiceover is Zeus, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh huh. It is Zeus. So what happens? They pull through the black hole. Um, what happens is Zeus and the rest of the gods, because he's angered them, they they put the whole crew of the ship um, and they sort of turn them into stone, don't they? So they're kind mm-hmm. of floating in the air, a little bit like uh, it. And on the new film, I don't know if you've seen that. I don't think you have. Oh, have how it. many times? No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Every fucking week asking us about it. I'm, ne- oh, well. I'm never going to watch it. Never, well, never in a million years. You'll have, you'll have to if I pick it. 
Oh, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, have to, you'll have to watch it then. The voiceover sort of explains that he, he, he's going to be on a long, perilous journey and he's got, he's got to find his way to Hades. And until he finds his way to Hades, then he, he can't go home. Um, yeah, I mean, which is a terrible situation to be in because by the time he gets there, his wife is going to have had at least one more husband. Well, I, I, in, in Homer's Odyssey, I don't think that happens. I think he, she spurns the, the suitors and Ulysses, or the, the, the character of Ulysses, because it's not actually Ulysses in the Odyssey, is it? No, it's Odysseus, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So Odysseus, he unfortunately isn't quite as... Uh, is faithful um, in Homer's Odyssey. He, <laughs> no, has, he, has, he has many a shag, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where the word shag came from, isn't it, from Homer? <laughs> <laughs> Quite possibly. So I don't know if that happens in this cartoon. I don't know if, you know, as, as we go along, um, Ulysses is sort of attracted by sirens and stuff like that. Like in the Odyssey. Yeah, I don't know. I'll watch this in a bit of the next one. But uh, I thought, honestly, I thought it was great. I thought the animation was better in this than pole position, uh, even though it's earlier. I thought the story obviously was better. Um, yeah. Like, it, just loved everything about it. Uh, almost everything. Um, uh-huh. The little robot. Ah, he's annoying. Fuck? What the fuck? Like, yeah. every. Every why do you think every cartoon in the eighties had one of these little characters? You've got um Snarf in Thundercats. Yeah. Uh-huh. Who was um who was it in He Man? Orkle, probably in that. Orkle. Um uh Mascad T Bob, the little bike yeah. guy. Um this little red twat, whoever whatever the fuck he's <laughs> called in this. <laughs> I think he's called No No. No no even worse. Yeah. Um, Kuma in pole position. Do yeah. you think it's R2-D2's influence? Definitely, that's what it is. I mean, you, you kind of understate that the influence of Star Wars and all these things, can you? It's 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 the droids, isn't it? That's what it is. Really annoying, really, uh-huh. really annoying. Um, uh, they've all got a, a really annoying character in who's meant to provide light relief, but it's yeah. a cartoon that doesn't uh-huh. need light relief. <laughs> yeah. like, <laughs> it's it's definitely the Star Wars influence. I mean, do you like C three PO and R two D two on Star Wars? I do. C three PO. Do you like C three PO? He's an do, absolute I'm... knob. He's a, he's an absolute <laughs> knob. Apparently, he's in real life, isn't he? He hated the guy. Yeah, Anthony Daniels. Didn't he? Aye, he yeah. hated him. Aye. Bully. So, Kenny, Kenny Baker. Is it Kenny, Kenny Baker? Baker or is he a drummer? That's... Is he a jazz drummer? <laughs> <laughs> That's Ginger Baker, isn't it? Oh, okay. <laughs> the Kenny, someone yeah. I'm thinking of, I'm sure. Anyway, uh-huh. no. I, <laughs> so I, I, I mean that that's the. Have you seen the most it? recent uh, Star Wars? The most recent one, unfortunately, like final. Unfortunately, I have. Because yes. you know, in that when uh, C3PO fucking pops up again, because <laughs> you can't get rid of him, yeah. and then yeah. they have to turn him off. And they're like, yeah. oh, his personality might be totally different when it comes back on. I'm like, fucking uh-huh. yes, at last. And then they're desperate <laughs> to get him back. <laughs> Ulysses, then, it, it, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was class. I thought the mix of like the Greek myths and and stuff, and and the mix of Star Wars, I, it just worked for me. The animation was yeah, brilliant. I, I mean, it different 
different a pole position you can say the influence of the Japanese people on this one, can't mm -hmm. you? Yeah, the, and the music I think is by Denny Crockett and Ike Elan. Show great names. Right. Um, yeah. One of the songs sounded yeah. like a John Miles song, didn't it? Okay. John Miles from I'll South Shields, so my dad's favourite uh, artist, so I thought I'd mention that. My dad's his postman, <laughs> I think. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Is. But yeah, there, there is a song at the end that's fantastic. Like it, it's like it's acoustic number. It's just it's brilliant. It, it's like I, I couldn't praise the show enough. Like after that re oh. reviewing. I don't know if you know about this, but do you think that Ulysses ever got to Hades and, and ever got home? Did you find I out? Think he's, I think he's probably travelling uh, space forever. Do you think? Well, that's not true because he does actually get home. He gets it. <laughs> he gets <laughs> in the last episode because I think there's 26 uh, episodes. He he uh, he does get to Hades, um, and he's offered a bargain where he can leave the rest of his crew and his son and everybody behind, and he'll be sent sent home. He refuses, so it's kind of like a test, and he he refuses to do that, and eventually he's just okay. sent home anyway. So he does actually get home. <laughs> Right. Who recommended that? Hes Hesel? Right. Uh, Brian? Yeah, Hesley. That, that fits into the next uh, thing that I'm going to talk about, actually, because uh, okay. the, the one that we did last week, um, the mini one and, and the, the bottom one, well, I think we're a little bit worried about doing that one, weren't we? Because it's, it's com it was completely different to, you know, what we've done in the past, and that would have been a bit silly and, and talking about cartoons and yeah, the X-Files and stuff like that. When I'm daft, yeah. so I was I was confident we should, we'd do all right in it, and I, you know I enjoyed oh, yeah. watching them, and I enjoyed talking to you about what you thought about it as well. A couple of people on on Facebook um, yesterday sort of saying that was the the best one that we've done. Um, so one of them was was Hezzy who said you know Brian Heslop who said some really nice things, um, Stacey Davidson as well. Hezzy said I, I think it's the best one yet, lads. You use, uh, you manage the serious stuff really well. Um, and he, he went into a, a lot more detail because he'd actually watched these particular documentaries before. We didn't actually mm -hmm. have to sort of, you know, get him to watch them. He'd already seen them. So um, it's just nice to hear any feedback that we, we get from, from people, you know, whether it be good or bad, like you've said before, we'd, you know, we'd like to hear from people, wouldn't we? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, the Facebook group, somewhere to do that. And on Twitter, F Circus Pod. Um, <laughs> Obviously, you can leave reviews on Apple. If you listen on iTunes, give us a rating, leave a yeah. comment, subscribe to it. You mm -hmm. get uh, the new episodes every Saturday, Saturday morning or late Friday night, Saturday morning. Whenever yeah. you, depends on when you go to bed. Right. Well, nice talking to you. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you later. So goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you very much. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.